0: Jason Rabinowicz. Jason is, Jason is Secretary, Treasurer, and Principal Officer of Teamsters Local 2010. And they represent 14,000 administrative, clerical, and skilled trade workers throughout the University of California system. Now, although you listen to me here in the United States, throughout all 50 states, and of course worldwide, whether you're listening on radio or stream, I live in the state of California. So this is something uh, that, not only being a Cal State resident, and a parent, I hope, of a future kid in this system. Um, It's something that affects uh, everybody because we are talking about individuals throughout the country, whether in the University of California system, other educational systems, or even just in clerical systems that are in union workers can be affected, and we need to watch what's going on here. By the way, Jason, before becoming a union officer, was a union-side labor lawyer and professor of labor law. In other words, he definitely knows his stuff. In Hollywood, they would call him a triple threat in his world. Jason Rabinowich is our guest. Jason, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us, and welcome.
1: Thanks, Leslie. It's great to be here with you.
0: And great to have you with us. Um, a couple of events that are taking place, I want to talk about these two. Uh, the first of which is um, today's skilled trade workers strike. This is this is occurring today only at UCLA, this first one that I'm talking about right now, correct?
1: That's right. We've got 600 skilled trades workers here at UCLA. They're the, the men and women who uh, fix the elevators, the uh, heating and uh, air, the electric, uh, the carpenters, the painters, you name it, they keep this place running. Um, and unfortunately, the University of California, one of the richest universities in the country, has not been fair to these workers. They haven't had a raise in four years. They're as much as $10 an hour behind uh, prevailing wage. And the uh, university hasn't been bargaining in good faith, so we're just looking for some fairness. And that's why we've got a five-day strike beginning today here at UCLA.
0: You know what bothers me? Here in the state of California, one of the biggest gripes, Jason, is that the University of California system has hugely increased tuition for both in-state and out-of-state students. So in other words, the University of California system can more than afford the requests, demands that are being asked because they're making more money now than ever before. They're also taking in more out-of-state of state students, which is even a higher tuition payment than those who pay uh, in-state. So there was an increase across the board in-state and out-of-state, and now they're taking more out-of-state students, which a lot of people in California get angry about. So in other words, the funding is there. I mean, the more money you have in that bank called profit, uh, the more ability that you have financially. This is not a university system. Like you said, it's the wealthiest that's hit hard times. Why the pushback?
1: Well, I, I think uh, you hit the nail on the head, Leslie. This, you know, the University of California used, uh, is a public institution. It's supposed to serve the public. That's its mission. It's supposed to educate our youth and uh, be a institution for research um, and learning. It also, uh, for uh, many years, was an engine of economic growth, uh, good jobs in our communities. Um, but you know, unfortunately, the university more recently has been failing in its mission to serve the public. And so, as you said tuitions more than doubled uh, in recent years uh, which makes it harder and harder for working-class uh, kids to come and get an education uh, and they're looking to increase tuition yet again uh... just this year Um, and, uh, meantime, as you've, as you've said, uh, uh, not only is tuition up, but the revenues from the medical centers are way up. Executive pay is certainly skyrocketing. Um, but, uh, the university is not, uh, being fair to either the students, uh, of working class families or, uh, to the workers themselves, um, here at, at UC that make the place run. And that's a shame.
0: That's what bothers me too. It's almost like, wait a minute, you're making it even more difficult Uh, for individuals who maybe couldn't go to college or chose not to go to college to send if they want their kids to go to this college, especially if they're California residents or even, um, you know, I mean, because obviously these workers, you know, you're you're not commuting out of state to work at the University of California. Let's talk about also something that's going to continue. um, Today's uh, event until January 10th. And on January 10th, there's going to be a strike, but that's going to be statewide, right? In all of California, at all UC locations for the clerical unit, Um, the, the strike on January 10th will be one day, but the event that starts today goes to the 10th. The January 10th strike, that one-day strike, is statewide. Am I correct in that?
1: Yes, you've got it right, Leslie. So uh, we're a uh, five-day uh, strike at UCLA with our skilled trades, uh, Teamsters, workers. And then on January 10th, uh, next Tuesday, uh, we have a statewide strike of the 12,000-plus uh, clerical administrative support workers um, that uh, they're the uh, the – uh, women and men that keep um, uh, all of the the clinics and the hospitals, the uh, uh, the departments, the academic departments that serve the students, the faculty, the patients, um, and it's uh, all different kinds of workers: police dispatchers, uh, early childhood education teachers, uh, hundreds of people that collect the bills for uh, the medical centers, um, the people that keep the place running, and um, that group is 80% women. It's two-thirds people of color. And uh, the university has, over the past two decades, driven down the real wages of the clerical and administrative support workers by about 24 percent, to the point, Leslie, where um, a recent study showed that as uh, more than 70 percent of of these workers uh, are suffering from hunger or food insecurity because of low wages. Uh, It's an unacceptable and untenable situation at a great public institution, working full-time for one of the richest institutions in our land.
0: Unacceptable. And I'm glad that you also pointed out the demographics of this working group. And I say that because, um, and you know Jason better than I, having taught on labor law, um, these groups of individuals outside of labor— in almost every area, um, are oppressed largely uh, in the United States. You know, compared to you know a bunch of like you know rich white CEOs. So you have women, you have minorities. Then when you look within labor, there are not the same opportunities. There is not the same pay certainly for women unless you're in a great union uh, and they fight for you and they have that equality and they fight for that. Uh, but it's unconscionable that a system that is teaching our children. Uh, the, the greatest assets that we have for the future, the, the minds of the future to make decisions for this nation and, and the world going forward in every area, um, that they would be so backward in such a progressive educational environment with these individuals who are already oppressed within the labor force and oppressed nationally in other areas as well. It's um, it's It's true to me, based on what you said, especially, Jason, it's beyond kicking someone when they're down.
1: Well, that's right. And, and from a great institution like you uh, see, we expect to see leadership on these issues. Um, unfortunately, it's been the opposite. Uh, as you said, uh, this, this is a civil rights problem. It's not, not just a labor problem, uh, because um, with... Uh, wages being down uh, uh, for the women workers and the people of color working at UC, well, in the top executive group, uh, which is uh, primarily white males, uh, you see uh, skyrocketing uh, increases um, and uh, just salaries that uh, are really boggle the imagination at a public institution. Um, And uh, so we've said to the... uh, And then... uh, we, we, we see the University of California being part of our national crisis of uh, wealth inequality and income inequality, and, um, and when we have gone to the university and showed them the studies that say um, 70% of your workforce is uh, hungry or food insecure, 92% of your workforce, according to another study, uh, is not able to make a basic family budget for one parent, one child. Um, uh, based on what you're paying, and the University of California comes back to us and said, basic, and says basically, we don't care about that. All we care about is cost of labor. We don't care about cost of living. We don't care whether our um, our uh, workers are hungry um, or can't make a living on what we're paying, and and that's really not the type of uh, public university that we need we need a university that provides leadership uh... in these areas once again that creates good jobs in our communities and drives the economy forward you know, President Napolitano uh, is uh, is someone who's uh, worked to make a name for herself as a progressive leader, and she's shown leadership on, on some issues. Uh, we need to see her show leadership on, on these questions, on the question of uh, paying workers enough to live, on the question of uh, ending discrimination uh, against women workers and uh, workers who are people of color. Um, and so far... Uh, sadly, we have not seen that sort of leadership from President Napolitano. The opportunity is now for her to turn that around.
0: Uh, It's a very good point that you bring her up, because I thought about that as well. This is a woman that comes from an extremely progressive, liberal, left-leaning, Democratic background politically uh, and knows um, this fight. I mean, this is still a fight. Uh, I mean, you, you hear about this not only in the election. I think I heard Senator Bernie Sanders talk today about how the working class isn't making enough money, can't make enough money, how there's a disparity in wages, how a lot of things going forward are going to benefit rich people. What about the middle class? What about the working class? That's the majority of our nation, the backbone of our nation. That's who built the nation. And certainly when you when you look at these, you know, I, I went to college in Boston. I'm from Boston. And I, I'm not kidding. Our dorm was four floors. The elevator broke nearly every day. If we didn't have those skilled workers fixing it, a lot of people would have got hurt and people who were handicapped, for example, wouldn't have had an option because they you can't take the stairs. And, and that's a, a really just you know a, a microcosm, if you will, of what these individuals do. Think about how much paperwork there is in an in a university system the size of University of California. Think about how much work this clerical staff, uh, does, uh, the administrative and clerical staff does. It's, it's just uh, mind-boggling. I want to talk about this strike because so that people understand, and I'd like you to speak to this, Jason, I think that some people who are not knowledgeable in the area of strikes um, think people just go, ah, we don't get our way and we're walking out. And that's not how it is. I mean, one of the things I love um, about uh, the Teamsters across the board is this is not your first course of action. It's often your last resort when you know you can't come to an agreement at the bargaining table. Um, this strike is legal. Um, it's protected. It was planned and unanimously approved by uh, the Local 2010 Statewide Council and the gem- General Membership Meeting that happened actually this past weekend. So, can you talk to folks about what what brings somebody to strike and, w- and what led you guys to make this decision? Is it when you know you have no more recourse?
1: Well, that's that. That's what it is. Uh, you know, uh, for workers to strike, uh, it's it's a big sacrifice. Uh, a yeah. Sacrifice. Uh, you don't get paid. Uh, you're out in the picket line. Um, it's uh, it's very it's very challenging, and so you don't do it unless uh, you've tried everything else, and the employer is simply refusing to be fair, which is what's happened here. Um, the skilled trades workers here at UCLA have worked um, year after year without a contract, without a raise, um, and uh, to the point where they're as much as $10 an hour behind prevailing wage. Um, so they've been pushed and taken advantage of and treated unfairly for, you know, year after year. And, and finally, um, they're at the point where they need to show the university um, that, this is, that this is serious and that they're not going to take it anymore. And uh, also, to your uh, point about elevators and, and the like, um, to also show the university their, their value. Because the uh, University of California doesn't run without uh, the people that fix the elevators and, uh, and the heating and air and all the other systems that make this place work. They don't run without the clerical and administrative employees doing, doing their jobs. And so uh, when we strike, um, it, the university's going to have uh, real difficulty uh, getting stuff done. And uh, so it's going to call their attention to the fact that um, these workers are important. Um, they're every bit as important as any other member of the university community, and that they deserve appreciation. Uh, they've earned raises, and it's time to treat them fairly and give them a fair wage. So that's, um, uh, you know, that's why we have to strike after every other um, avenue's been uh, exhausted.
0: Now, the strike, as you had mentioned, is to protest the numerous unfair labor practices. Can you touch on uh, some of those? And I know you mentioned, you know, one, maybe some more so that people understand the type of conditions and specifically um, you uh, work within labor law and in the past even taught labor law. Uh, Jason, can you talk about the specific violations of law in the state of California that are be committed by this state uh, educational organization?
1: Uh, Sure. Well, they are um, uh, too numerous to to, uh, uh, list them all, but uh, I'll say that uh, probably uh, one of the most important ones is the the fact that the workers at UCLA have not had a raise for four years. And uh, what the university does is they delay uh, and delay year after year um, at, at the bargaining table, and then they refuse to bargain uh, for the raises for the years that have passed after all of their delay. And, um, you know, if you go four years without a raise, it doesn't take a mathematician to understand you're out of a lot of money. Some of these workers are out $15,000 uh, in lost raises. Um, and when we go to the table and say, okay, we want to bargain for uh, for uh, those uh, increases for previous years, um, the universities, uh, even though they admit that they budgeted those raises, it was uh, they have the money. Um, they're certainly not too broke to to share it. Um, they refuse to bargain uh, over those. They just want to keep that money. And uh, to the workers, they say too bad. Um, and so that's unlawful. We've got charges filed uh, on that refusal to bargain uh, for past raises. Um, we've also uh got the universities uh, uh that they've been um, engaging in all sorts of intimidating type of tactics to try to um, suppress the workers rights to uh, to strike to picket um uh, they've uh, threatened and intimidated workers they've um they've interfered uh, when we had our our one day strike in november uh they uh, there were all kinds of violations of the uh strikers rights so uh, unfortunately we've got a university that would uh, much rather um, intimidate workers um, violate the law than just sit down and bargain in good faith for a fair contract and um you know in the long run, it would be much better for this public university to be fair to the workers because then you'll have um, labor peace. You won't have these disruptive type of uh, strikes and and um, and pickets and and other events. And also, you'll have a happy workforce. You know, morale is really low, and and the workers here are committed to the university. They believe in the mission of serving the patients, serving the students, the faculty, the mission of the university. Um, and, and they're just tired of uh, that they don't get the kind of su- uh, appreciation and support from the university that they give to this institution every day through their hard work. Um, and it's, it's really a shame. And we're hoping that after this strike that, uh, that the university is going to come back to the table, be reasonable, and uh, uh, reach a fair agreement with the, with the union.
0: I thank you for being with us. It makes me sick to my stomach that some are so underpaid that 70% suffer from hunger or food insecurity. And that wages decreased over by 24% over the last 18 years. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, by the way, on the website, uh, check out Teamsters2010.org to find out more. On Twitter, follow them at IBTLocal2010 and Facebook.com forward slash Teamsters2010.